Welcome back to the Finally Faithful podcast. I'm your host, Vicky V, and this is episode two. This episode is titled Playing with Prayer. Now, I originally had a different um, topic <laughs> that I wanted to talk about. This was a topic that I was eventually going to talk about, maybe like third or fourth um, podcast, but given the circumstances that is surrounding our nation right now and all of this fear regarding coronavirus and our health it just really made sense to talk about the power of prayer right now and i know that there are so many people out there who are afraid and who just want to be safe and healthy and that's absolutely normal as you should take all the you know you should take all the necessary precautions to be safe in this environment right now but for me i've been really kind of like chilled about it like really nonchalant about it i just think that in this time of fear my faith is magnified and granted there are actual health concerns that i should be worried about and i'm not downplaying that at all like i've expressed this um on my instagram and everything but my mindset is different when it comes to circumstances like this how I grew up and things that I've experienced in my childhood living in in environments where I was more likely prone to being dead and more likely to catch diseases. Given all of that, I think that just kind of shifted my perspective. You know, our, our experiences shape our perspective and no person is right or wrong. So please, like I say, if you're scared, be scared. Like I'm not trying to downplay your fear. But for me personally, all of this has only um, made me realize how strong my faith is in God and how far I've come. And it really made me realize that like every time I'm put in difficult situations and circumstances like this, my faith has gotten stronger and stronger. And that's how it should be, right? So I just thought this was a perfect segue. This topic was a perfect segue into the power of prayer and my process with prayer and how I've gotten to the point of where I'm at now when I talk to God and when I pray to God. Um, I saw this Instagram post maybe like two weeks ago and it was basically a picture that said, uh, it was a quote, and it said, I stopped venting and I started praying because I don't need sympathy, I need strength. And when I saw that, I like was triggered. <laughs> I felt attacked. Like it really spoke to me because let me tell you, in the beginning, my prayers were not prayers. They were basically me complaining. And the whole like venting part really struck me because that's really what I was doing to God when I started praying and when I started this relationship with him. Not only was I trying to be super proper in all of my prayers, you know, the whole like, that will be done and thou shalt not move and all this stuff, all that like new, like all of that like old um, King James language was trying to come out of me when I had no idea what I was talking about, you know, like I was just trying to be this perfect human being in front of God so that you know he may 
be more like prone to give me what I wanted if I spoke proper English and I like sounded like I knew what I was talking about. Like I was trying to be so perfect and so proper, but I was also venting a lot. I was complaining about my life and just being a little brat about things that I I wanted, things that I didn't get, like just asking God why this and why that and not really taking the time to um, sit on my prayers and have a real conversation with him. Yes, God is the almighty, you know, he's the king of kings, the alpha and the omega who can make all things happen. But I didn't know him well enough to just demand things from him. I feel, I think of it as like, you're asking somebody you just met for say $500, right? You just met this person and you're expecting them not to look at you like you're crazy. I needed to build a relationship with God first before anything. Yes, he's always been there and he will always be there. But just as much as I wanted to trust God and put all my faith in him, he had to trust me as well. He had to know that I was going to do the things that he asked of me when he asked of me and that we were going to have a great relationship before he started just giving me things that I asked for and then and that I so-called, so-called um, prayed for. You know, I used to be one of those people who would literally just go on a tangent with my friends or worse on social media like i don't even have a twitter anymore because i i think i deleted it officially like three months ago but i look back on my tweets i looked back on my tweets and i was just going in about nothing like every emotion i was feeling on twitter I was cursing up a storm, just looking crazy. If you read my Twitter account from like four or five years ago, you would be like, what the hell? And even from last year, the only time I would ever go on Twitter is to complain, you know, or you put it on, or I put it on Instagram, you know, you just put your business all out there. That used to be me. I never turned to God. And when I did turn to him, it was the same thing. You know, I love my friends and I love the conversations that we have, but I started to realize that most of the time in these conversations, not purposely, but people will always give you advice based on their own experiences and not what you're currently going through. And in some cases, hearing other people's perspectives can really help you maneuver through your issues. But most of the time, it actually can just cloud your mind. And I found that that was happening to me a lot. Not because I had bad friends, but just because the people that I was going to weren't spiritually qualified to pour into me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to make this um, very clear. And I just want to touch on the topic of friendship really quickly because I have best friends in my life. I friends who I call my sisters who I would do anything for but just because they're your best friends doesn't mean that they are um, able to pour into you the way that you need them to like they can't pull you up spiritually they're not prayer warriors you know they're not your spiritual leaders and you can't expect that from everybody there's gonna be very few people that come into your life if you're lucky you get one at all like 
there are gonna be very few people that can give you guidance and really speak to your soul and i feel that a lot of times when we are venting and we're complaining we're asking for advice from all of these people in our lives we don't really get what we need so i stopped I stopped really going to my friends for for emotional, like really deep emotional counsel because that became God. That became me and God's worlds, like our conversations, our time together. When I'm struggling, when I'm really going through things, first person I turn to is God. And I'm not even being dramatic or exaggerating when I say that because after years of going through traumatizing things and ending up sitting on the floor alone by myself at the end of the day, after like trying to speak to everybody, I realized there actually is nobody else that can help me in my situations and these horrible, tough situations besides God. When I officially realized that and accepted it, I felt like people started disappointing me less, you know, because I wasn't expecting people to fill me up anymore because I had God. And I knew that if nobody else came to my rescue, God would come to my rescue. He always has and he always will. I look back and I don't remember any situation, no matter how dark they were. I don't remember one situation that he did not pull me out of and give me something better. So for that, I I will always be loyal to him. I will never forget the first time that I actually really felt God's presence around me. I used to always hear that. Like I used to always listen to people's stories about, you know, him, like people hearing God or filling him and having this really spiritual connection to them to him but i never really felt that yeah i was praying to him and i was getting the hang of it and we were you know beginning to have a great relationship but i wasn't really feeling all of that great holy spirit thing just yet um i think it was just like a random night i was living in chicago still and it might have been like a Friday or a Saturday. I stayed in and I just say, you know what? I just feel like worshiping him. And I just feel like listening to worship music and just praising and singing and um, praying. And in the midst of my quiet prayer, like I was praying to myself in my mind and just had the music on and like I think a candle was lit in my room. As I was praying silently, I just, I felt this force and it scared me to death. (laughs) I'm just going to be honest. I laugh about it because I kept saying, God, I want to feel you. Like, I want to know that you're here. Give me a sign, blah, blah, blah. And then the moment that I feel him, I like don't know what to do. I just want to crawl under my sheets, turn back on the lights, close my eyes, like literally turned off the music 
slept with the lights on and i was like nah i don't want to talk to you i don't want to see you none of that Mm-mm, i'm good i was just kidding god like i said i i know i said i wanted to feel you but i don't think i'm ready yet that was the whole thing i was super dramatic about it but like you have to understand anybody who's ever had an experience or if they can remember their first time experience feeling god it's a pretty freaky thing you know to feel such a big presence like that um but that fear eventually became something familiar not the fear in itself but i'm saying god's presence became familiar the more he came around and the more i started to hear him and see him in my everyday life whether it was through people or certain signs and i used to be horrible at signs i still am sometimes when i ask god for a sign i want a sign like in big bold letters and bright lights i want you to drop it down right in front of me i don't want to have to question any of it god please like if you're trying to tell your girl something tell me i don't like this guessing game stuff (laughs) that's how i used to be with signs and you know, that's how I am with signs um, from God. But with talking to him more and praying with him more and just sitting in his word more, signs started to become a little bit easier for me. And things that I used to question or if I used to double question God, I didn't, I don't do it anymore. Every sign that I get whether big or small, I try to take that and just run with it now because that's how much I trust God and that's how much I feel like I know Him now, you know? And I feel like He knows me. I feel like He knows me well enough to give me certain signs that He knows will help me maneuver through whatever situation that I may be going through. Um, for me personally, I think that God comes to me a lot in my dreams Sometimes I don't know it right away. You know, you wake up and you forget about a dream, but you remember a feeling. And oftentimes um, I would get those same repeating dreams. And it's usually when I'm going through something or it's usually like when I can't figure out something, you know, or, or I can't solve an issue in my life right now or I can't move past something. Like a great simple um, example is last month or so or the last few weeks i kept having these dreams about this guy that i used to date last year and they were horrible dreams but they also like weren't good dreams um and i just remember this one specific dream this last dream where i was dreaming that like i would just come home or come to his place and just find him with all these random girls and like each time it was somebody different and then one night he left to go somewhere and didn't tell me where he was going and coincidentally enough i end up going to the same place he was at i saw him there he's with and he's with this group of people and all these girls and whatever he looks like he doesn't want me to come towards him so in the dream i start walking towards him And then I stop and I literally just look at him while he's still trying to like hide and act like he's not there and ignore me. I look at him and it was probably like a five second pause, but I stop and I just turn around and I walked away and that was the end of the dream. I wake up the next morning and I am like, what is, what is going on? Like, 
I've been having these, these continuous dreams about him, God. What are you trying to say? Lo and behold, the following day, I find out that this guy is dating again. Um, and <laughs> when I found that out, I was like, oh, okay, God, that's what you were trying to say to me. That this is the end. Like, that it stops here. That's it. Give it up. Let it go. <laughs> and... I mean, I'm really thankful that I found that out because that was God's way of trying to stop me from doing anything that I might regret. And that was God's way of protecting me from something worse. This is crazy. Like, I, I literally think back to simple simple things like that and you know what's even crazier is that a few days before that i said a prayer to god i said god please keep me hidden from anybody who's going to come into my life and only hurt me like please do not reveal my name don't reveal my face to them just keep me hidden and Ever since then, that's happened. Like, ever since then, that situation was completely cut off from my mind. And nobody else has came into my life romantically or even friendship-wise in that aspect. Um, and it was because I prayed for it. God was like, all right, you wanted this prayer. You wanted this to happen. I'm going to make it happen for you. There are no if, answer, buts about it. No compromises. No taking it back. Like you said it, so I'm going to give it to you. And right when I asked him for it, it just started happening. And that's the power of prayer. See, I used to think that some of the things I was asking for of God and some of the things that I truly, truly desired were too much. Because in the beginning, I was asking for a lot and not giving a lot, then I started to pull back. It wasn't a bad thing. I think like I was really just still trying to maneuver our relationship. But now that we're in a good space and now that I have such a great relationship with God, it's time for, I realized that it's time for me to stop being so minute with my prayer requests and stop downplaying what I truly what my heart truly desires because God already knows all of your desires you don't even have to ever ask him for it he knows but he wants you to ask him so I'm learning how to do that every single day with him and you know none of it has been easy sometimes you don't get what you want but it's just because he's not ready to give it to you at that time there are a lot of things that I want in my life and a lot of prayers that I ask God for that I know he's going to give to me. It might take some time. I might not get it when I want it. And it may not be perfect, but he always gives you what you truly, truly want. Through this journey, I've learned that prayer is not just some made-up Christian thing that they tell you to do in the church or that your parents tell you to do when you've done something bad or, you know, when you want to repent or... I don't know. 
it's not made up. It's literally a great way to talk to God. Life is so busy and we're all hustling. We're all trying to do things with our lives, moving at 100 miles per hour that we oftentimes forget to just take a moment and just say thank you or say, hey, God, I need this. I really need this in my life right now. If you could just please grant me whatever I'm asking for. We forget that there is a higher power and we forget that there's somebody out there who is willing and happy to help us get through all of our life circumstances, no matter how tough they are, no matter if nobody else in your life can help you. There's always somebody in your corner. And for me, that was really important because I've always been a loner. I've always been very independent. You know, I have friends and I, I'm, I think I'm a people person, but oftentimes when I'm struggling and when I'm really going through things, it's very hard for me to um, talk about and to verbalize my struggles and my pain. It's very internal. And it just like feels so good to have somebody there just to listen to me and just to just let me say what's on my heart. Who already knows what's on my heart, but who does not, um, I don't know, who doesn't think, think of me as anything less because I may feel a certain way or I may be going through something. You know, he is a forgiving God. His grace is unmatched. And I am just so thankful for all of the grace that he has given me in my life because I don't deserve it. None of us deserve it, you know. But that's why my prayer has to be so strong. Because I want to tell him and I want him to know each and every single day like how much he means to me and how much he has changed my life and how thankful I am. <sighs> okay, I'm not about to do this. I'm not about to get emotional every podcast, every episode with y'all, okay? No, I got to get it together. <laughs> I really have to get it together. Um, I just want to share this verse with you guys before uh, we close out of this episode. But it's a verse that my friend Mel and his fiance Nina um, introduced to me. And it's Philippians 4, verse 4 through 7. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, Present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Basically, what that means to me is give it to God. Give it to God. Present your request to God. Tell Him what you want. Tell Him what you're feeling. I guarantee you, He's listening, and He will give it to you. I just really love that verse Um, and everything about it speaks so true to the things that he has taken me out of and by just giving your pain to him and your hurt to him, you're allowing him to come in and fix it. You can't hold on to hurt and expect him to fix it. You gotta 
what's what's that saying um where it's like in order to heal your heart sometimes god has to break it open that's how i feel about prayer after i surrendered after i decided to surrender to god and say i can't i couldn't do it anymore by myself that's when he really started to work his magic because he's like okay but you trust me now i got you i got you for life always so keep it coming like i'm always here <laughs> so i just hope that you guys took something out of this episode and um you know are are more devoted than ever to continue building a strong prayer life with god and also with other people like i go to um a bible study every monday it's a women's bible study with my church here in harlem called trinity and it's amazing like i love going to bible study and this connect group every week because it just always leaves me feeling so full and just so enriched and feeling like so much love like i am loved and being with other women who are filled with faith and who are stronger in prayer than me who are spiritually stronger and spiritually mature it just like has been so helpful in my process and they've been teaching me so much about how to pray better and there's also this um this book that I feel like everybody should read it's called Prayer Circles it's by Mark Batterson and that book literally changed everything I got it at Trinity actually on the first day of service that I ever went they were giving out this book and ever since then like I've learned how to pray better I keep a um a prayer journal now which also is my gratitude journal and I write in it every night if I can't every night every other night you know I'm I don't actually really have a routine yet except for writing in my journal like I've been trying to develop this morning routine where I get up at 5 a.m. and meditate and pray but you know I'm not a morning person so you who knows how long it's going to take for me to get down that routine but you know, I'm working on it. And sometimes my prayers are long and sometimes they're short. Sometimes they're literally just like, Lord God, thank you for this day. Amen. <laughs> okay, there's like a little bit more in between, but you know, sometimes they're very simple because it's not that I don't have anything to say. It's just like, Lord God, I don't know what else to say besides thank you so much for everything. You know, you know how I feel. You know what's on my mind. You know what's in my heart. I just, I just want to say thank you. Sometimes I don't always have something to pray about. And that's okay. Like, I feel like I don't always have to pray for anything. Sometimes I just don't need anything, you know? But honestly, if you're a beginner and you're really trying to find a way to be better at prayer and to really develop this um, routine in this relationship with God, do the Bible app. Like I don't always do the app because I like go, like physically opening up my Bible, but do the app, do the plans and, you know, read the full chapters that come along with the devotional and the short verses, because that's super, super helpful. That was really helpful for me. And do the plans in the back of your Bible. Like I have the King's James version and there are tons of like little plans, yearly plans or weekly plans in um, the back pages. And sometimes I would just literally randomly open up the Bible. Before I do, I just pray and I ask God to speak to me and reveal what he needs to reveal. 
and I open up a random passage and I always get something out of it. But that's because I intentionally wanted to seek something and I intentionally asked him to just speak to me. You have to have intention when you're in prayer and when you're studying the word. I used to just like read a random verse and be like, oh, okay, cute. Close the book. That was it. I, I, didn't, I didn't meditate on it. I didn't think about it. I didn't read the clip notes about it. Nothing like that. And I really feel like in order to have a great prayer life, you have to be diligent in your study. Yes, it's about talking to God and telling him about your desires, but you also have to learn about him and, you know, the stories that he's written and the things that, like, the things that the Bible talks about and the people that the Bible talks about. I'm a baby still. I don't know everything, but that's why I study. That's why I go to Bible study. That's why I read. Um, you know, you just have to be really... You have to be a student of the word and you have to be a student of God if you want your prayer to grow. If you want to become a prayer warrior, like I want to become a prayer warrior. I am like so intrigued and I get so excited when I hear other people pray with such passion. It's like, you know, those old praying grandmas who just like when they pray life over you, they pray like they shake the ground. Everybody is quiet. That's how I want to be. <laughs> Hopefully one day I'm, I'm going to be that like little Asian grandma in the corner just praying over everybody at the church. <laughs> in my little um, Sunday school hat, my pearls, and you know, my Chanel suit, all of that good jazz. <laughs> to summarize this entire episode, I just want you guys to live in faith and not fear. Yes, there's a lot going on in this world right now, and there's always going to be a lot going on in this world and in your life but you have to believe that there is a greater hands and you have to believe and trust that God is gonna provide and he's going to secure and he's going to make sure that you're safe and whatever plans he has for your life is going to work out that the way that they should so instead of listening to newscasters and driving yourself crazy reading all these articles just sit back pray be safe be be cautious but live your life continue to live your life to the best of your abilities I truly believe that this is not the way that my life is going to end with the virus Mm -mm, no way I still have so much more to do in this life and there's no way God is about to take me out over some virus. No, ma'am. I refuse to go, Lord. Do you hear me? I refuse to go. If it's going to be a virus, no. Save it. (laughs) Seriously. There's going to be a lot of things that happens in your life, but you got to be strong and you got to be resilient. You know? You're going to make it through. We're all going to make it through. And I just hope that um, you guys got something substantial out of this episode. And I said something that really spoke to you. And I hope I shook some of that fear off of you. And I hope you go get a prayer journal because you really need one. Everybody needs one. I'm a very lazy writer. Like if you saw my handwriting, you would think that, uh, I don't know, seven-year-old boy 
was writing because I'm very lazy and I hate like using a pen to actually write things out. I'm a very good typer and typing is my, um, you know, my go-to way of writing. But I think there's something about physically writing down your thoughts and your desires and how you feel. It's just emotion, I think. I think it's very therapeutic, even if I am lazy to do it. Thank you everyone for tuning into another episode of the Finally Faithful podcast. Once again, I'm your host Vicky V and I can't wait to talk to you guys again. In the meantime, if you're not following me on Instagram, my Instagram is very Vicky, very Vicky, V-I-C-K-E-E. Follow me, like this podcast, rate it. We're now on Anchor, Spotify, and iTunes. So you can find me by just searching Finally Faithful. Thank you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye.